Because Men in Black is one of the very few rides that, like, I'm, like, down to ride every single time. And so I was watching videos of it because I wanted... Also, like, can I tell you in this day and age, like, I'm so mad. Guys, is the age of the pre-show over? Ooh, okay. Yikes. Um, Mm. Talk me through what you're you're thinking about. Why why do you think it might be? In Central Florida, there was definitely a part where the parks closed and there was like three months off where everyone just kind of paused. And now we've slowly been picking things back up. And so I haven't really ventured out to the theme parks because I'm not, I'm not so bold and crowds kind of scare me right now. But I have gone to Universal and mostly because they have the Halloween Horror Nights houses and that was a little like happiness for my heart. But every single ride that they have where there's normally like this big elaborate pre-show, it's like just a walkthrough now. Mm. So the Born Identity show, there's supposed to be a pre-show that they don't have. Before Fast and Furious closed, there were like two rooms of pre-shows that it was so awkward because they still had the like entertainment cast members standing on the stage waving at you, but you just kind of skip them and keep going. Even like thinking about like Rock and Roller Coaster, like you don't get that dialogue with Aerosmith anymore. Oh, wow. Wow, interesting. But so this is like the age of the pre-show is dead because of COVID stuff. Is it? Like when will this come back? Well, I was going to say when I look back at like Rise of the Resistance, which is maybe the one of the most recent rides to open and kind of large scale attractions, more than half of that entire experience could be considered pre-show. So I think from like a design perspective, pre-shows are alive and well. Maybe in the COVID world, they're on a major, major pause moment. Which sucks. Yeah, for sure. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because even Mini Mickey's, there's a big pre-show moment that I don't, I don't know, I haven't been there since, but I don't think they're having. And when will it be, I don't know if there will be a moment where it's like, it's safe to turn this back on. I don't know. Well, I feel like it's almost like anything, you know, I have these thoughts randomly about like, I'm using air quotes here, normal. I think we will eventually one day see normal back again, but I think it's going to be longer than what people are hoping for. Or adjusting the way we push th- people through queues. Maybe the world of the pre-show actually expands because you're going to like pulse groups of people through different rooms. Small, you know, some, a smaller amount of people through different rooms at different times could be a benefit mm-hmm, to the yeah. pre-show experience. I kind of like that because of uh, you feel a little bit of that in some of the newer attractions where it's like, yes, you do wait in the long line, you know, leading up to get in. But then there's a certain point mm-hmm. where you're technically still like you would be classified in line, but because you're going through some experiences, it doesn't feel like you're in line. So I like that to your point of like, yeah. I think and hope that that would become more of a norm because it does help the boredom or the anxiety that people start to feel as they've been in line for a long time. Yeah, I think Rise of the Res- Resistance might be the best version mm-hmm. of that. There are there are three pre-shows. Yeah, right, right. But men in black. Oh, wait, what? What are we talking about? I'm Cheryl. <laughs> I'm Ashby. And I'm Molly. Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast, you are all clear. our listeners i put it i put it out there to this group you know what does everyone want to talk about and actually cheryl what do you specifically want to talk about (laughs) (laughs) there was one clear choice i i like listed out several things cheryl without any hesitation men in black men in black 
I can't even express to you when that popped up on the like in the text comments. I was like, how is there a question I don't understand? <laughs> and how have we not like start done this one already? Exactly. Why did it take us over? By the way, we've surpassed one year of this podcast. Everyone, dun, congrats! Dun, dun, dun. Happy, Happy birthday! But yeah, why did it take us a year to get here? What were we doing? I think we got hung up on holidays last year, and we just didn't have room for the greatest ride. <laughs> Yeah, story of my life, going up on holidays. <laughs> like, my problem is, I, I think there's probably a lot, I think I talked about this already, so I'm repeating myself, I apologize. I, and and people can probably feel this way too, I haven't been listening to podcasts, like any. No, because same. I'm not driving, I'm not going anywhere, I'm not right. like doing a commute, well, also for record, in case anybody has been wondering, I'm now in Cal- or, uh, Florida. Yeah, I moved uh, back to Orlando area, so I'm I'm back. I'm I can be on scene with uh, Cheryl. Yeah, come and see uh, live. That's right. But yeah, so I'm, I don't have like my commutes anymore. Uh, doing a lot of stuff from home, so it's kind of hard to listen to all my fun podcasts, including this one, which is sad because I actually did listen to this one when I was driving around in L.A. But I'm with you, Ashby. Like I have not listened to any podcasts in close to six months and then I started to listen again and I I'm one of those that has to start from where I left off I can't just pick up where I am and bless her heart Susie Orman just kept trying to talk to me about how to prepare for COVID and what it's going to do to finances (laughs) and I was like girl we are past this and then I got like real bummed on like podcasts and just had to like jam out to some Will Smith and Nelly like I couldn't anymore (laughs) well also I'm so glad that you brought up that transition because Will Smith oh wait (laughs) What are we talking about? Guy is the star of Men in Black, the movie, and also, obviously, the ride. Yes. He's the star. So, a little fun facts about the movie, because we wouldn't be talking about the ride if the movie wasn't so super successful. Obviously, Men in Black, from the 1997 blockbuster smash hit, Men in Black. 97. 97. Starring one Mr. Will Smith. And Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, that man. Oh, I mean, can we talk about a flawless 90s movie? Like, it doesn't even feel like yep. 90s. Like, it feels like it's more current, but it also, when you watch it, it feels older. Like, it has a Beetlejuice right. feel, but it's not Tim Burton. Right, mm. right. But let yeah. me tell you, the director is the same director as The Addams Family. Oh. Which is why it kind of has that feel. And also, why Lurch makes a special guest appearance. When does Lurch oh, yes, make that's a right. special guest that's right. appearance? Yeah, he is the guy that he goes to lunch with with the cat. Oh. Yeah, the <laughs> alien. And it, it's funny because they're like, what business do you have here? And he's like, lunch. And that's literally all he says. And my favorite line from the whole movie is they were talking about how aliens got here and it was like Earth was the planet that they would come for come to if alien didn't have a home planet. And he's like, mm-hmm. kind of like Casablanca, but without the Nazis. And that really stuck with me too because I was like, I get that reference because I know yeah. Casablanca. <laughs> yes. It's funny that you mentioned Beetlejuice because of one of my favorite parts of the movie is the soundtrack is Danny Elfman who oh, yes! uh, has done tons of Tim Burton stuff. It's just that style of music. Wait, I don't know if I'm familiar with like the Men in Black soundtrack oh. other than the title theme, Wait. Men in Black. Oh, come on. Okay, one, it is so Danny Elfman. Like it, it is 100% Beetlejuice but for space. Like it is right. great. Because it has that like, you, you hear that like little, it's almost like that typewriter sound in the background like yeah. 
<laughs> is this is this score featured in the attraction? The yes. Universal attraction? It is. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. And can I tell you, before we even get into this, the reason why I was so excited to do this job is I have a few like dream jobs. Mm-hmm. One of them is Target. They will not hire me. I'm okay with it. <laughs> the second one is to work at the photo station at the exit of Men in Black because yes. you would hear Will Smith sing that delightful tune over, over and over and over. I would not get over. sick of this. Like, no. And Molly knows this because I once went and visited her and I got into her Alexa and then randomly I would just start playing Will Smith and I wasn't there from time to time. It's really, really nice. I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Molly, I just, I put in to the chat here uh, a link to the closing theme for Men in Black. If you just listen to just that track, you'll hear and even like I was just listening to it again just now and I was like, oh right, because there's like a part you get to and it's like, just it's pure Beetlejuice, uh, it's pure uh, uh, nightmare, nightmare Before Christmas. Like, it's just... Yeah, around like 20 seconds. Right. Ooh, it gets good. Probably the top top three Christmas movies of all time, Scrooged, with Bill Murray. Okay. The I've s- never seen it. What? I need to, I know that. The, the soundtrack is Danny Elfman. That's okay. all I'll say. And Ooh. I'm getting vibes of that movie from also like that 22nd mark that we're talking mm. about. Okay, in cool. The song. Anyways, I can't believe you have to see that movie. If you haven't seen that movie, oh my God, it will become one of your favorites. Cheryl, do you want to do like a, a live watch together? Like we'll let, we can like live tweet it. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, great. Oh God, it's just the, the socials. Yeah, you know, I got our socials blown up. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear what you guys think of it. You're going to absolutely love it. And Bill Murray is, he makes you laugh, you cry, you, ugh, it's just the best. It's definitely been on my watch list because I am, as we know, not a Christmas person. And mm. it, it strikes me as one of those, like, great, you're kind of in the spirit, so it's something to, like, keep you on that borderline. Mm-hmm. It's actually perfect for the attitude that you have about Christmas. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> my attitude about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry, we're getting on the six degrees here with Danny Elfman, but uh, back to Men in Black. Fun fact, as doing a little bit of like, Cheryl, like what you were saying, watching some videos, just doing a couple little fun fact searches, just refreshing my memory of this ride. The actual official name of this attraction is Men in Black Alien Attack. Alien Attack, but no exclamation point, correct? Well, no exclamation point and no aliens attack. Ooh. Just... I don't know. Peter right? Pan flight. It's a Peter Pan flight moment <laughs> um, for me. I don't think alien attack is incorrect, but it doesn't roll off the tongue the way I want it to. I want it to be like men in black, the aliens attack. Right. We're missing We're missing a word in there to help, help the flow. Mostly the uh, punctuation, because I don't know alien attack. Like, I don't know what, I'm, just what feel, the tone is here. It feels like it should happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and basically what I'm saying is it's not the strongest name I, I that I think it could it could have been. That's just a little just a little point there. Men in Black <laughs> Alien Attack. Although, you know, the rhyming is fun. I will give them that. I was going to say it's very Dr. Seuss uh, rhyming. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, have you ever <laughs> have you ever heard anyone call it Men in Black Alien Attack? Because I never, never have. No. 
It's just been like, hey, you want to ride Men in Black? It's funny you mentioned um, Dr. Seuss, though, because the ride system itself um, is brought directly over from the uh, My Lives of Adventure Cat in the Hat attraction. Oh, did not know that. Ooh, so this opened after Islands of Adventure opened? I think it was right about the exact same time. So this was an attraction being built in the Universal Park at the same time Islands of Adventure was being um, built and opened because they didn't want there to be just this total departure from the studios park. They wanted they wanted to give people still a reason to go over there, but Mm. um, they didn't want to have to spend, you know, invest too much in a different ride system. And so they actually had the choice between Spider-Man and Cat in the Hat. And obviously they would have chosen the Spider-Man ride system. Um, <laughs> but there was some sort of a budgetary issue or kind of the complexity of the shooting element of the game, which we'll get into, that they decided instead to just go with the cat in the hat ride system, which I, I keep saying that, but what it is, it's just a, it's a very standard dark ride system, like on a track. You can see the track in front of you. You're in a ride vehicle. Yeah, pretty straightforward. But I think it works. I don't think there needed to be anything super sophisticated. No, agree. With that. And I almost would say that I would equate this to, like, the ride that I feel like it's most similar to. Like, you could say, like, Buzz and Toy Story or whatever because the game aspect. But Dinosaur is the ride that I feel like I'm on when I'm riding it. Aside from, like, the real, like, not the actual ride vehicle, but the path and, like, the story arc of it. Because, like, all of a sudden there's this massive alien, just like there was this massive comet asteroid that kills you <laughs> and then there's like this screen that's like hi your dinosaurs on the loose also i'm will smith and i'm gonna wipe your memory like it seems very similar to that it's probably just like the last three seconds of the ride are very similar in my opinion and the, the like walking down the stairs to the platform feels like dinosaur yes that's true and then like when you blow up the alien it's very similar to the comet and yes. then and then you got the screen. Well, and uh, yeah, I think, yeah, walking down to, to the loading platform and you have things being, vehicles being loaded on either side. That's very reminiscent. Uh, here's the big one for me. The fact that in both Dinosaur and Men in Black, the person, um, your main character person is coming, giving you directions over the loudspeaker. Remember Dr. Seeker's like, oh, da dino, like, oh, we gotta get this one. This one's yeah. a vegetarian. Um, Not our dino. And then, True. and then Will, well, Will Smith, and then the other guy, Doctor. Wait, no, what's the um, what's the other guy's name? Chief Zed, right? Yeah, no, it's Z. It's Zed. Zed. Yeah, he's coming over your vehicle as well and saying like, "Well, change of plans. This is no longer a simulation." Like you're kind of yeah, you get a little knocked off course and you've got to kind of jump into the fray. So, all right, I see what you're saying. All right, Cheryl. Thank you. Well, I will start off just because mine's very short and sweet. Men in Black, Alien Attack, the ride, whatever, (laughs) has never been a ride that I've been like, oh my God, we have to do this when I go to Universal. I don't know why, because every time I go in there, which has not been that often, but every time I go in, I'm like, this is so freaking cool because I loved the movie Men in Black as a kid i watched it multiple multiple times i don't know what it is about maybe it's just the ride itself i'm not a like i don't like the 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 shooting rides like uh buzz lightyear men in black like they're just not even toy story midway mania is a little bit of a eh to, because it, to me it's like a it's a ride i have to work on <laughs> <laughs> like i have to play a game which i love playing games i, I do it all the time 
But I guess when I ride something, I just want to like enjoy the entertainment. And I think with the shooting rides, I'm like, oh, oh, I have to work. And then I miss out. Like, I feel like I should just, you know, I'm having like this epiphany right here as we have this conversation. (laughs) I think what I need to do from now on is not worry about the shooting on these rides. I just need to sit there and enjoy the ride. Experience. And yeah, and look at all the different, because there's so many great things I'm sure that are packed into that attraction when you're riding through that I don't really pay attention to because I'm too busy about my score, shooting, you know, and then you get to the end and you're like, oh, well, I didn't really experience anything. So, but I love, I've always loved the queue. I was always like, I'll walk through that queue any day because it's like walking through a set of the movie. Ashby, would you say you're a competitive person? I, I, I like to tell people I'm not, but I really am when it comes to games and stuff. Like I do like winning, (laughs) but I also like hate people that like winning. So I have this internal battle with myself all the time. Sure. Which is not something you want to do at a theme park. No one wants to have an internal battle with themselves at a theme <laughs> right. park. I don't want to be battling with my inner demons. Uh, so that's my take on it. I feel I feel the same way where I don't love to work too, same thing, work too hard on these rides. And I also, I'm a very competitive, This I'm going to make myself sound awful which is accurate. So here I am. Here here I am being awful. <laughs> All right, guys, it's um, the truth. Awful Molly is Here's awful out. Molly. I also would consider myself to be, like, pretty competitive. But the minute I start losing, I'm like, this is stupid. Like, I'm the biggest <laughs> sore loser ever. And I've never, I've never been good at video games. We didn't have consoles growing up. I've never, like, mm. gone to the arcade. Like, none of those things I grew up with, so I don't have many skills. And so I could be working my ass off in Buzz Lightyear and all of a sudden I look down and I'm like I have 15 points like what <laughs> right what's right, happened right. and then I'm like this is the dumbest ride ever I hate Buzz Lightyear you're right I hate Zerg I hate all of this and I get like unfairly mad at <laughs> the game when really I'm just mad at myself but yeah you know, that could way. be that could be another element of mine is that because I play I actually play a lot of games whether it's on consoles or on the computer and so I'm like, I'm like knee deep in games. So like, you're going to have to one up something to make it really impressive for me. And a lot of times these types of attractions, it's just you're shooting at a screen or you're shooting at a object and it's like, okay, cool. But like, eh, <laughs> you know, so I think it also loses a little bit of me there because I'm like, ah, games, I can play like way better games at home. But I think this ride is well it has lasting appeal and and hasn't aged in the way other attractions maybe have because it can appeal to different people i'm for sure mm-hmm. there to enjoy kind of the ride system and how large scale it is and the sets yeah. and the scenes and the um kind of the whole experience but i bet they the majority of folks who say they enjoy this ride probably love the shooting component component and the arcade and the game version of it and that keeps them coming back mm, and mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it needs both right yeah here's the deal we all know i'm not in it for any gut feelings i don't need to be thrilled i don't like <laughs> roller coasters i don't like show like i don't care about a story in the sense of I do need an accomplishment. Like if I can shoot up some aliens, I feel accomplished. At the end of the day, if we come home with a dinosaur, I feel accomplished. And just like Ashby was coming up with a revelation of how he doesn't like these gaming rides, that is the only thing I like. <laughs> <laughs> like your top five rides are the gaming rides. 
Like, I need to win at the end of it or no dice. That is all three of my fast passes. And if I don't win, <laughs> the end. Are you really good at, at these games, too, sure? So, absolutely. Because, one, here's some tricks, guys. Ooh, yeah, Almost sure. every single game except for Toy Story Mania, hold down the button. You don't don't waste any finger strength on pushing it. Are you? It will automatically just shoot. Hitting me right now. No. Second, if you are lucky enough to get no one next to you, whip it out. Two guns. Two gun that thing <laughs> like it's nobody's business. You'll feel like such a oh. B.A. Well, because you're go- they're averaging your vehicle score, too. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. And then also just like you look B.A. Holding up two guns at some aliens. This is also, okay, so question. Now, as people who are not fans of the gaming rides, which is your favorite, though? Toy Story, Buzz Lightyear, Men in Black? Men in Black's without a doubt my favorite. I think from the, I'll just say from the, like, the game aspect of it, like, if, we, if, if, if I use that, I would probably say Toy Story is my favorite. You would. Yeah. Yeah. It's the easiest to play. No, it's the worst. <laughs> well, it's it's more of what I the thing I like about it is it's probably the thing that took it to the next level for me from a game perspective because it has different types of games. But again, because it you know it's it's still not like a, it's not like I was like oh my god I have to ride this because that is the best game I've ever played. It's just like that's the one out of all these gaming rides that we're talking about that like I was a little impressed with from a game sure. perspective. I feel like if that weight were shorter, you'd also be, like, a little more pumped about it. <laughs> True. <laughs> For Toy Story, the Toy Story Mania, I'd say from a gaming perspective, that's my favorite because I can connect the dots between what I'm doing and what's being accomplished on the screen. Like, when I shoot that oh, ring yeah. and I yeah. see it going over someone's head, mm-hmm. I can underst- I understand that I just did something well. In Buzz or even Men in Black... Uh, yeah, I'm just shooting everywhere, and I and because there's it's just a laser dot. I have a hard time like tracking if I'm doing anything correctly or not. And I think that you don't see the eyeballs turn red. Okay, we mm. all need to remember that I have really poor vision, and I I am wearing the 3D glasses in this, but you're not you're not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, wait, what what are you talking about? What ha- what there? So there is like a visual. Yeah, absolutely. Cue. There's glowing green eyeballs, and those are the like sensors. And when you shoot them, they turn red, and that's how you rack up points. What is the men in black shooting strategy? Other than this revelation of holding down the trigger the whole time. Wow, okay. Who are, who are you aiming for? Do you, you know how some of the aliens kind of pop out? Some of them are kind of in your face. Well, who are the best people to go after? I mean, for me, there's... Okay, so when you first break out, right? There's ones in the ceiling you never catch. you got to get those ones. There's also triggers, I think, at the bottom of the base of the other person's... Of the other side's vehicle, and that'll cause them to spin out. People never know that, and it messes up their time. I think this is all theory based on what I've done. But then, if you catch the windows... Like, that's what... Ashby, you need to ride this multiple times because (laughs) you will see so many glowing eyeballs in corners, and those ones are the ones you got to get. <laughs> I love the ones in the trees as you're going towards that off the alley. Gosh, it's just the best. So I read that in a couple press releases for um, the ride of the rewriteability that was that was being said over and over again, like um, from Universal of why this is such an exciting new attraction because you you're not gonna want to ride it just once. 
you're going to want to keep coming back, finding new things, improving your score, all of that stuff. So well done. Sounds like that. Bam. That worked. <laughs> We're, we are getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. Absolutely. Which I, li- I like it. I like it here. But for any listeners who maybe aren't as familiar with this attraction, maybe they've been on once a long time ago or have never been to Universal. Let's kind of explain where this, where would you find this attraction? What does it look like? What's kind of the lead up? Because I would I agree with you, Ashby. I think the pre-show and the line are fantastic and oh, definitely yeah, phenomenal. a huge, a huge part of the overall experience. So cool. Cheryl, where can we find Men in Black Alien Attack? In the heart of Universal Studios, so not Islands of Adventure. Yeah. In the very far back to the right right hand side. So you gotta go past all other things. Pretty much. It is the American adventure. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's Harambe, it's American Adventure, (laughs) Fantasyland, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Of Universal Studios Park. Yes. Um, it's in a area called World Expo, which is its own area. I don't think technically there are other attractions in World Expo because uh, on either side is the Simpsons, so Springfield or oh yeah, um, Fear the Fear Factor stage or the Bill the and show, Ted stage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is weird that it's back there by itself. Like I wonder if they ever had any intention of adding more. So possibly. So I couldn't find any you know exact facts on that, but the it is set um, on the outside to be ref- a reflection of like a 1960s World Fair. Um, 1964 mm-hmm. New York World's Fair to be specific, but they want to do appear a little bit more vague. So they have the flying saucers outside, and those are actually in the film as well. So that's like yeah, a, he said. Dire- so those are fake, mm-hmm. right? Those mm-hmm. were real. And he's like, of course. Why else would we have that fair in Brooklyn? <laughs> but also, here's a, a fun fact that I thought was neat. They also the the facade also features a couple other um, well-known landmarks from the 1960s, including the Gateway Arch from St. Louis. That's Ooh. the, like, arch on the outside. Mm. And I never knew that. I think that's really that's cool. cool. And it is a very 1960s style on the both inside, and then right when you get in the immediate pre-show, um, definitely has those design elements. The universe and you. Yeah, and I I personally love that style. I think it puts it puts me in like a very good mood. So in 1997, Men in Black came out. Like Cheryl said, it was a huge hit. Um, it was put on the drawing board as a big attraction for that for two, the year 2000 to correspond with the opening of Islands of Adventure as well. Um, here's a fun fact though. So here are some other ideas that were thrown around to have like a big e-ticket attraction in that corner. So the Simpsons were brought up at that time, which is kind of funny because they ended up landing right next door, which is fun. There was also a pitched in an attraction all about Stephen King novels, which was also funny to me because that was an idea that was thrown as well over in um, MGM Hollywood Studios. I don't know if you guys remember this from our Tower of Terror episode, but Stephen King was someone whose name was in the hat as like a, a spooky themed oh, attraction. Right, right. So that's come up several times now, and hopefully one day it sticks because that would be incredible, like terrifying. Maybe though, like Steven Spielberg was just like, oh guys, we should do this. So he's the one like leaking it and be like, 
they were gonna put that there and it was never actually a thing maybe i'm just kidding but i think that would be funny (laughs) a funny narrative of just like neither theme park actually was serious but it got in both wikipedias because he was like (laughs) he was the wdw news today it was oh my god oh god it probably was oh god i need to recheck the source um and then the last (laughs) the last idea which was my personal favorite i don't know how great of an attraction this would have been but it's one of my favorite movies of all time um, a attraction themed around Apollo 13. What? What? Really cool. Also known as Mission Space. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. That's... Oh, interesting. Wait, when did Mission Space open? 2003. Oh, man. That may have been a little overlap there that we never really quite right, figured right. out. So those were interesting concepts, and, and Men in Black was always on that list, and it ended up, you know, they ended up moving forward with it. So yeah, that's kind of how it got made. It is one of the largest show buildings on property. The show building is over 70,000 square feet, which is really Holy quite cow. large. And there's over 120 an- alien animatronics in the attractive attraction as well, and most of those are considered, um, they have all the targets in them. So it's a decently sophisticated ride, and I haven't been in two or three years at this point, but even last time I went, and it's it's had some refurbishments over the years, but the ride holds up. There's not too much about it that ages it badly, unless, um, you know, it, it's in need of a little, like, dusting up or a little sprucing sure. Um, of lights but as far as like the technology goes it's really great they're even like screen moments and they're great (laughs) um sometimes we take some digs at screen moments but they really they really hold up i agree a hundred percent i'm still stuck on though what would an apollo 13 ride (laughs) like are you about to go like do you leave to go to the moon and then it's like oh no like like i I, I feel like it could be kind of fun because on both sides, like you could have a whole little game of like repairing, you know, like it's, I think of um, Smuggler's Run, you know, the engineer when you have to like fix things. Like, oh, yeah. Maybe they have a control, like, uh, you know. Control like someone's for- the Kevin Bacon and somebody's the yeah. Tommy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That could have been very interesting. Oh, that just makes me want it more. You know how there's like, um, you can buy a box that's like a murder mystery party. Yeah, have you guys ever done oh, yeah. that? Yeah. What if you could buy a like a themed box that's like it's Apollo thirteen? <laughs> oh my god. Here's gosh. what's gone terribly wrong. Here's a box full of um, of like wires and tubes and a milk carton. Let's get these boys home safe. You gotta know. Oh my god. What's <laughs> the MacGyver that. loot box like? Ben <laughs> Harris is there giving you instructions. I would buy that. Yeah, every 15 minutes, like a recording of Tom Hanks is like, we need you. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, let's maybe just like jump into the queue then. So the attraction we're going to experience is the universe and you. What was it? Uh, exhibit from the World Fair in Brooklyn in 1960 something? That's the attraction we're going to. It's supposed to be like a walkthrough exhibit about if there are alien, alien life forms out there. But then at the end, it's like, no, there's not. Like the whole point is to like prove that there are no aliens that's the the point of the walkthrough exhibit originally but then halfway through they're like okay men in black initiated you are welcome to see the aliens and then the door like a surprise door opens up into an elevator and now you're like officially going to be part of the mib training program 
Now my my note here is you get into an elevator, but is it a fake elevator? Is it like a fake Gringotts elevator? Or is it a real elevator? No. It's fake. I believe it's like, so. It's like the hydrolators. A hydro it's a hydrolator, it's a Gringotts, it's Yeah, it's a fake elevator. Fake. 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 <laughs> I thought it was real until right now. I'm a little disappointed. No, it's like the Haunted Mansion. It's like Gringotts. Florida is a swamp. <laughs> yeah, but you could be being brought up because then, then you go down to get on the ride vehicles. That was my yeah. genuine assumption. Listen, we didn't get that far ahead until we got to like Transformers when they put an elevator in the ride. Yeah, two stories, man. Wait, you go on an elevator in Transformers? Oh my gosh. Wait, what? What? I think I've been on that once. It's like Spider-Man, but I think to double the capacity, they made it like where you go up or down. And so there's one ride vehicle that goes up and one that stays on the ground floor. That's just been my like, that's what I've thought. I don't, none of that is confirmed. So you get out of the faux elevator and... Oh, wait, can we call it like a fellevator? Fellevator. The fellevator. Fellevator. Ah, I love that. Fellevator. You have to say it with a Russian accent. The fellevator. The fellevator. Yeah, people are going to be like, you're an idiot. You don't know how to say elevator. It's not, yes. It's just a mispronunciation at that point. So you have to say like, full elevator. Full elevator. Yeah. Ashby's the only one who can say it. Full elevator. You have to, and I'm like, I want you to know that I'm like tapping my fingers as the evil villain does in every Bond film. Like, full elevator. Oh wait, hold on. I I need to do it. I need to do it like I okay, hold on. <clears throat> For elevator. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I got it. That gave me a little tickle in my ear. <laughs> oh my Get god. out of there. <laughs> After we get off of the fake elevator, because that's all I can say. For elevator. For elevator. <laughs> <laughs> You are officially in the MIB headquarters, which is which is great. I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm really mm-hmm. happy to be here. Yes. And it looks neat. You know, you go up kind of a, a hallway. It looks very like sleek and like space moderny. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. You turn a corner and you see the little like wormy worm guys. Yeah, they're in a kitchen. Yeah, they're in like the break room. They're like talking. Hey, hey. hey you want some coffee? Hey. Do they say that or aren't they? I thought they were just like grumbling. Like, no, I... blah, 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 blah. Like no they talk. They definitely they, talk. Oh, God. I what do you think they are, Molly? Like, they're not like. God damn it. Molly. I thought they were speaking <laughs> worm guys language no they, they talk in they speak english because yes. they talk in the movies yeah they just remember he's like this better be decaf and he's like it's peruvian vanilla i don't remember what he says <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like this better not be the powdered creamer i hate that stuff <laughs> was that your tommy lee jones impression or <laughs> it was pretty great right <laughs> i thought we'd have to throw a copyright warning Thank up you. on this podcast oh, so that was God. all you it's viennese cinnamon that was what it was <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I so no, I didn't. I didn't ever really know that they were speaking. But I get this thing in line. I get like line anxiety, where if I'm not moving quickly, like I don't ever. If there's no stop and start line, I'm not gonna like slow down to listen to the glow guys 
to see, or like the wormy guys, mm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to see what? what they're saying. I'm going to keep moving. So I, I my guess is I've probably always just wow. like gone Wow, so you're just quickly. ignoring them basically is what you're saying. Well, I just don't want to be the asshole to the person behind me that's like, hey, look, Cheryl, let's stop here and listen. <laughs> listen to these guys talk. <laughs> I mean, if you're talking like that, yes, people are going to be that's, very upset with you. That's my theme park voice. <laughs> Darling, also, let's look at these women guys <laughs> and what they're saying. Hey, hey, all the coffee. Huh? Someone got paid thousands of dollars for this. It probably moves the story forward. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I should stop. I should stop and listen. Because, like, you're the opposite. Yeah, no, that is that is quintessentially you. Like, you're like, I'm out of here. Because I think about Horror Nights houses. Like, the worst people are the ones who, like, stop in the middle of the room to, like, absorb the whole story. When I'm just like, <laughs> keep moving. There's a monster. Yeah. But you're like, <laughs> eyes closed. Like, I didn't even see. I didn't even see that person. Because I, all I saw was Cheryl's ponytail. <laughs> Listen, Molly, don't. I, I just want you and you know what? Look. Listen, our listeners, okay, if you want to stop and enjoy something because there was a lot of money and effort and time put into that little scene where your little worm guys were talking to each other in their whatever, like Brooklyn or New York accents. (laughs) I don't even know what those are. If you want to stop and take that in, do it. Do it. But let the people behind you go. Yes. Mm. Okay. So stand off to the side. Correct. Yeah. Take take okay. take it in because you know what they again. There was a lot of effort and time put into it. Someone's going to really appreciate the fact that you did stop to enjoy that little moment. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Stop and see us. Uh, hey. 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 You know, I just realized the voice sounds very similar to what's that guy from Star Wars? The um. The, the first prequel movie, the guy that sells the... Rito? No, Watto. <laughs> yeah. Annie, <laughs> Annie, uh, uh, can... No, I don't. No, they won't. Your Jedi magics won't work on me. Cheryl, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure, that is... Funny. I wonder... No, they won't. Cheryl's getting attacked. Cheryl's getting attacked by her cat right now. I am. Are you okay? I'm fine. Ashley's like my auto impression. I'm dying right now. (laughs) And a kid. I don't think we can top it. We should probably wrap it up right around now. Right? Yeah, that's the that's it, everybody. We have gone mm. into impressions. All right, we've gone crazy. Yeah. Anyways, back to our worm guys Hi. that we just quickly walked past because Molly feels uncomfortable stopping. Boo. To look at them. I do. I've always appreciated um, it, though, that it exists, that you, like, know, you recognize them from the movie. It's a good-looking scene. I just never knew they were speaking English. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. didn't know that. Because I didn't wait that long. But <laughs> then the next room is the immigration floor. Oh, for sure. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's like the thing that everybody, even if you've only seen the movie once, this is the one yes. thing that's going to really. It's kind of, it, it opens up into your, the, the queue is on kind of the second level and you look down at two animatronics um who are working working their machines just making sure it's like air traffic control that's kind of what it feels like right um and then there's a couple of empty desks as well 
And Cheryl. Oh, and then those aliens. What are they called? Oh, the aliens that are down there? Yeah. I don't remember. Do remember they names? they have they had, names. They, they had names in the movie because they talk about them. They're like uh, twins, which is funny. What? I'm looking it up right now. I'm actually, hold on. I, I forgot to tell everybody in the beginning that uh, I've got Will Smith on uh, AOL Instant Messenger. Oh, oh good. So tell him I'm just te- what's up for me. I'm texting him. I wanted to have Tommy Lee Jones, but he doesn't know how to use a computer. No, so no. let's see, Will, do you know what the name? Hey, Will, it's me, Ashby. Hey, Big <laughs> Willie. His, his screen name is Big Willie. Yes, of course it is. Wait, okay, oddly, the... so is Cheryl's. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the heck? It doesn't have the... It's got pictures of them, but no names. But Cheryl, do you remember when we had the opportunity to go down on the floor? You mean the best day of my whole life? <gasps> Hold the phone. You guys got to go down there? We did. Yes. We, um, I am so jealous right now. Remember we when we worked I... in the immigration offices. We did. We, had, we were briefly hired and then fired. Um... No, we went on like a background, like a behind the scenes tour. Um, actually, it was a, one of the nights we went on the Halloween Horror Nights, which was really fun. We took like a little break from all the scares. No, but that was really cool. I'll see if I can find any old pictures of us sitting at the desks. I can't. I'm so jealous right now. That is like so the coolest thing. This is an unconfirmed thing I've heard. And if there's any universal team members listening past or present confirm this for us i think if it's like a slow enough day you can ask a team member for a tour and they can take you down what? there yeah i've heard that like why that's, have i not done this that's a thing i've um that's sort of like a rumor i've heard before and i don't want to like don't don't like harass a team member and ask them. right like don't <laughs> this is going to be like when when the uh what was it that thing released about if you yell here comes andy andy's Oh, yeah. yeah, and people were losing their minds, like yeah. everybody was doing it, and it was like, no, stop. You like, know who I bet? Drop to the floor every five seconds. You know who right. I bet started right. that rumor? W. <laughs> Those WDW News Today. News Today. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, let's go back 10 years and see if they started it. I bet they did. I'm getting my time machine. Yeah, the immigration floor is really cool. And honestly, like, that's typically if I've waited in line, that's usually where it starts. That's where any of kind of like the backup will land. And that's okay. It's an it's an entertaining place to spend, you know, 10, 15 minutes. I mean, this is what I did. Like, when I was in L.A., I would just go and, like, get pictures in front of houses from TV and movies. Like, this, I'm going, I'm, guys, I'm out. I'm going to Universal right now. I'll see. Get it. You I'm could. Team I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Well, they're probably oh, wait, they're closed. closed for the day. <laughs> but go back tomorrow. Yeah, maybe tomorrow I'll head out there. Bob. Oh, right. It was a weird name and Bob. Try to say that out loud. I don't. I don't think uh, I can. F- 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 Google it nope. now. Maybe the video will show up. Bungzaks. Bit. Oh, they referred to him as the twins. That's oh, right. Oh, like in the Matrix. Okay, now I feel better. That's what I remember is them being called the twins. Oh, oh, wait, I just heard Tommy Lee Jones say the name. I, I found the clip. So, hold on, let me, I'm going to play it one more time so I can. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even, okay, so, because he walks up to the thing and he goes, meet the twins, and he goes, <laughs> I'm going to try my best to impersonate it, but he goes, <laughs> and Bob. <laughs> Now I feel 
better that it took us this long and it was this intense to try to vent out there. But guys, I mean, you guys got to go down to the floor and meet and Bob. We did. Yeah. They were pretty rude though because they were working. Oh my We mostly just like took pictures sitting on things. Nothing makes you feel more like a VIP though when you're not than being somewhere it looks like you're not supposed to be and then other people seeing you do that you know it just makes you feel like a movie star do you know do you you guys know some of the people that are on the screen that are considered aliens no no i don't remember so one of the i I just happened to see it while i was watching this little clip here Uh, sylvester stallone is up there of course the jaw is george lucas is up there who George Lucas. Oh, that feels like a dig. Well, of course. Steven Spielberg. They know all about the aliens. And then, of course, Al Roker, as we all would have assumed, and uh, Newt Gingrich. That's hilarious. (laughs) Wait, Men in Black is such a funny movie. It's It's so so good. good. I want to go. I want to go watch it again. Does anyone know where you can find it? Is it streaming anywhere? Oh, hold on. Let me ask uh, Big Willie. Yeah. Hey, can you give us a copy? We are the Men in Black. Men in Black. Oh, it looks like it's on Hulu. Is this is this is this right? I'm about to get really excited right now because I have Hulu and I can watch it. Oh, it's on the Stars add-on. Oh, I Ugh. have stars. I got stars. Ah, oh, come on. All right, sorry, we went like way off the rails here. The next room is actually a um, weapons room, which. I don't really like, because I don't really like weapons. I'm nonviolent. But I did like, I like how they kind of kept it a little similar. I mean, in the movie, they're on the first floor, but it's still off to that same direction that they go in to see the weapons in the movie. So that was kind of a cool. And in the weapons room, they have um, the safety video spiels, which is a nice tie-in for the room. But also, it's like the safety spiel video for the, the ride itself. So... Smart. That's pretty clever. And then the next room you actually go into is the large kind of loading room. And similar to Cheryl, you've mentioned dinosaur. Or it always reminded me of the like Disneyland Space Mountain loading area oh, where you kind true. of mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. start higher and you see everyone kind of getting launched out. And that's pretty exciting. Um, and then you go down the stairs. There's always a team member right when you enter that room. Is is that where they tell you, like, which staircase you're going to go down? Right, because when you go down the stairs, you can go left or right. What's the difference between the two? Does I don't, I don't remember. there is a difference, just whether okay. you're on the winning team or not. Oh, right. Well, that's just whatever car Cheryl's in. Just want to be in Thank you. next to her. Um, or not next to her, because then she'll have the opportunity to have two laser guns. <laughs> right. Sounds like a really good opportunity. Okay, so we're in the load area. The ride vehicles themselves are two rows, three people in each row. Everyone has a laser gun, and they are not, they're like attached to the vehicle, but you can you can pick them up out of their case. As I guess compared to Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, that is fixed to the vehicle itself. Yeah, absolutely. I don't really know how to explain it, except for it's tiered very beautifully, where the back row has is higher up than the front row, so there is no restrictions of views. Yeah, I kind of wish it were, like, the chairs from the movie. Remember when, like, they all sit in those little egg-shaped chairs? Oh, the eggs. And then he, like, yeah. drags the table noisily to him. That's my favorite part <laughs> of the entire movie. Yeah. So good. Oh, I want to watch the movie. 
<laughs> but so good. yeah, so the ride vehicles, I, I don't know. I would love to know if there is like a theme for it because I don't think that there is. No, not really. I think it's just like, it also needs to be, it's it's the opposite of an Omnimover in the sense of like, you want to be able to like look in all directions at all times a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably why it's not too enclosed or too heavily themed. There is the big like red light up at the top of your vehicle because that comes into play later. That's yeah, the thing that actually spins. in front of you near your gun holster. Mm, okay. There is a um, there's a picture of the ride vehicle on the wall right as you're coming out of the weapons room, but all it says on the picture is your MIB training vehicle, and then it has like a little diagram of it, and then it's like little things pointing at different parts. Okay, it's our training it. vehicle. Yeah, I'm, yeah. No arguments there. <laughs> yeah, that sounds perfect. Done. Cheryl, do you remember hearing all about the like the modified vehicle and how like really smart the system is for popping it on and off the track they have one at men in black yes this was like a it was like a chapter in our theme park class i I don't remember this it like sits in between like unload and load like the little tunnel and if you are someone who needs who wants to kind of bring their i think it's just wheelchairs i don't think it's electronic vehicles um you kind of go down to that area and you just get, you slide kind of right into that vehicle that, that then gets slid right onto the track. So it doesn't like interrupt um, any of the, like the traffic flow at all. And then you unload at the same spot and then it goes and parks like in between in that tunnel. It's like really, really efficient and smart and works really well. That's pretty advanced for its age too. Cause like that's a big right. thing they're doing everywhere yeah. now. And like to think that that was what, 2001? 2000. That? That's yeah. crazy. And I think that's probably why we learned about it in our theme park class is it's like, is it's like, this is really good. I have no idea why this isn't being implemented on every, not only every existing ride, but every new ride should be doing this as well. But obviously that's not the case. Something we really should have a whole episode about, like ADA. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Yeah. And how we are behind the times (laughs) in a lot of attractions. All right. Finally, we're on this. God damn training vehicle um the first couple seconds of the ride are just that you're like in a train like a training simulation trying to um hit alien targets and uh, again now that i know to hold down the gun i feel like i'm gonna be a lot better at this yes i want to get on it (laughs) well and so you go into your training sequence and it is again very much like the ride or the movie when Will Smith goes in and it's like all these cardboards and there's all these aliens and all the other guys training with him are shooting at the aliens and he's like, what is this little girl doing with a crazy math book? She's the crazy person. Right. Wait, the little girls in the training simulation? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I hope not. Um, But then Will Smith, no. Does Will Smith come over the loudspeaker? No, it's the chief. Chief. Yeah. Uh, Comes over and is like, uh, Sorry to interrupt the training session, but an actual, I think like it's like a prison ship, right? Or like a prisoner transport ship crashes. Yes. And so you are being pulled up out of your training to actually go re kind of shoot all these aliens, which, God, that's violent. Now that I look at the storyline here. Mm. Um, But we do it anyway because we're in this training vehicle. We don't really have a choice, do we? And there we go. We're kind of roaming through the streets here, shooting at aliens. That's pretty fun. Pew, 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 pew. It's like animatronic 
aliens come in down from the ceiling and up in windows and out of trash cans and some are just kind of there some kind of pop in and out um the animatronics are really cool there's i mean there's so much to look at anyone have like a favorite alien i i can't rem i honestly can't remember any specifically but i guess it's possible you could have a favorite the ones in the trees are the most fun to shoot because our eyeballs are very, like, prominent. There's also, like, they do this in the Muppets a lot, where, like, three Muppets will stand on top of each other with, like, a trench coat. Oh, God, yeah. And so there's yeah. one of those, but it's, like, three aliens, and he, like, turns around, he's, like, stranger danger, and he turns around, and it's, like, alien stacks. There is a um, Steven Spielberg Easter egg. <gasps> Apparently he's in the ride. What? Wearing an E.T. hat. Oh, my God. That oh my was God, according to... Theme Park History YouTube channel. That's amazing. But then uh, I think my favorite part of the ride is when you go through, you're, you kind of go along this path with another vehicle. And at one point there's a rumor or something that aliens are like in, they're like in disguise as humans. And so they're going to scan all of us to make sure there aren't any aliens. And as they scan shows you that the other vehicle you're with, they're all aliens. So then they're like, ah, shoot them. And that's fun. That's like a really fun part of the ride. <laughs> Killing the other vehicles. Yes, and that's when if you shoot them, then you get points. You get points and you can send their their vehicle spinning, which is in, to your benefit, because then they can't get points. They're not good at points then. Then Will Smith comes on, Agent J? Yeah. Agent J? And he is like, here we go. Like, we got the big ass alien at the end here do everything you possibly can to get it he's all excited and so then i am too and also like i just am really happy to see will smith absolutely and then this final this final big alien is disgusting it's gigantic like it's it's above you it's gross um oh and this is something we haven't mentioned throughout this the whole queue and the pre-show and everything they've been telling you over and over and over and over again not to press the red button Oh, right, it's like a big right. deal, right? With this big alien at the end, they're like, press the red button. You got to do it. And if you are the first person in your vehicle to do it, you get like a major bonus for points. Sure. Cheryl, are you the first person to press it? I'm guessing you are. Almost all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never pressed it because I, I was like, oh, I thought we weren't supposed to. <laughs> Molly. I know. It's one of those things, too, where you do not benefit from just pushing it repeatedly because if you miss it on the, like, you have to time it perfectly. And is it, like, are you almost doing it before they tell you to or is it right after? Like, insane. Like, you have to. You just have to know. You have to feel it in your gut. Well, we'll have to go on it three more times. The first time you're going to tell me exactly when to do it. Okay. Gotta then listen we'll to Zed. It. He will tell you exactly when to push the button. And then, yeah, then you see Will Smith again, and he t- kind of tallies up the your points on the ride vehicle, and between the two vehicles says which one is the winner. And if you're with Cheryl, again, you're, you're probably one. You're right. <laughs> um, and depending on the number of scores, you have three levels you could reach. Do you guys know what the names of the levels are? No, is one bug buster. <laughs> so the three levels... If you do real a really poor job, you're considered bug bait. Ooh, okay. Ooh. The middle one, which in all the YouTube videos I was watching, everyone got this one. So I think maybe you always get this one. Cosmically average, which I would rather be bug bait. The final one in my favorite is Galaxy Defenders. I think I've definitely been a Galaxy Defender. I've never been bug bait. But it's different every time. So every time that you come through, Will Smith will give you a different 
he'll he'll tell you who wins. He'll either be like, I've never seen scores this bad, except over here. Like he points to the other people. It's different almost every, not every time. I'm sure there's a loop. I'm sure he it plays it, but he doesn't say the same thing back to back the same. And then you go into the next room where if you're the winner, it's a lady and she's tailoring your men in black suit and she says, I'm not ready. And then, or something like that. But if you (laughs) didn't win, then it's this like big guy who looks kind of like the like villain, not villain from Stitch. And he's like, you zigged when you should have zagged. Wait a second. I'm so confused because these are animatronics, right? So it's, it's, changes yeah it's like a country bears when teddy bara and when trixie spins around and she's magically henry with sammy on top it depends if you win or not if you get one or the other oh my gosh that's so impressive and i never knew that it's because you never went okay (laughs) i know every time i'm like bug bait there's only one Thing to get. (laughs) And then at the very end, Will Smith does what I've been waiting for him to do the whole time. He erases our memories with a little zapper. And then you exit out into, you're back in like the expo, the World's Fair Expo. And um, there's a big sign that says something that makes makes me laugh every time. It says, are we alone? Question mark. Of course we are. <laughs> and then you leave and it's 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 really great. I you I don't think I've ever left this ride feeling badly. No. And then right, it gets right. better. Like you leave you actually leave the ride itself feeling like like you've had a good time or you were impressed by the animatronics or it was fun to spin around or whatever. And then as you're leaving, the greatest thing in the world happens. The Men in Black theme start yes. theme, theme song boom, starts boom, playing boom, boom, boom. Yep. on your way out. <laughs> you cannot be in a bad mood at that point. It's so good and it's nope. loud. It's the one time in Universal where I'm like, turn it up, turn it up as you're leaving. <laughs> and has anyone ever bought anything in the Men in Black gift shop? I'm very curious. Like ever. Not even us. Like, has anyone ever bought it? I bought a soda in there one time. They had a fanny pack that had aliens and smiley faces and hearts. Wait, Shirley, you mentioned this earlier about selling the photos. When did they, do they take your photo when they're zapping your memory? Is that the photo or is it another time? I think it's before then. I think it's when you, like, there's a moment where you go down an alley and then all of a sudden it's like an ambush and there's a bunch of aliens. I feel like that's Hmm. when it happens. I mean, it's a very Buzz Lightyear, like, I am laser-focused, didn't know it was coming kind of a deal. And I and I said, I mean what I said earlier, where, like, maybe I'm not, like, I could leave the game element of it and still really like this ride. It's just very clever, and the game element gives it, like, a lasting, lasting ability, because then it, more people can enjoy it. I mean, you simply put, you know, just... You knocked it out of the park. Great, great finish, Molly. I was zapped, and I don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) Hey, you know what we should talk about one week, guys? We should talk about Men in Black. Yes! Oh, what a great ride. It's my favorite. Yeah. Dream job. I love the movie. Yeah. Hey, hey, did you know that Danny Elfman did the music for Men in Black? What are those twins' names? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, Oh, that was fun. 
That's all, folks. We need do we need Elmer Fudd to come in Abby, here. Abby, I mean, Porky Abby. Pig. Porky. I guess so. We're so rusty. I don't remember how to end these things. I know. For elevator. For elevator. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's time to go. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, you! I got the coffee. It's deep. Let's get out of here. Wait, it sounds like the Pat and Pat show again. Oh no, it's. <laughs> I love these 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 crossovers. Yeah, crossovers. Hey, you know what? It's good to be back. Yeah. That's nice. Hope your days are going well. If you're still quarantining, hope we brought you some joy. Please let us know how you're listening to podcasts if you're not driving. Yeah. Yeah, I do need to know. I actually really would love to hear that because I need I need I need ideas. And I would also like to hear what people want to want to listen to. Like what are what what attractions are we not like, Men in Black was an obvious choice. We should have done this at least 10 months ago. Yes. So what is another obvious choice that we're missing? Let us know. Please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I was like, how do we end these? I kind of wanted to be like, I'm Cheryl. <laughs> I'm Molly. <laughs> oh, my god. <gosh. laughs> Woo.